we desire to please one another, husbands and wives. The Bible says that we do. And I was thinking the other day, in fact, I, I sort of came across it in the Wednesday night Bible study. In 1 John chapter 3, and I believe it's about verse 22, he says that whatsoever we ask from the Father, we know that we shall receive it if we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And when I began to study that, those things that are pleasing in his sight, it just really got a hold of me. And I, I got to thinking about it. how often do we think about pleasing God? I mean, how often do we, we really think about pleasing God? And so I got my Bible down and I began to study to see what it was to please God. Now, we could go in a many different directions and you can expand this if you want to in any direction you want to go. But I'm going to have to keep it sort of narrow and concise or I'll never get through it tonight. So I started off just by simply taking the Word of God and turning, first of all, to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 because there was a statement that bowled me over. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, let me tell you about Enoch real quick for those of you that might not know. Enoch, not a whole lot is recorded of him. But it seems that this man walked with God in such a way that God literally, literally took him from the face of the earth while he was still walking this earth alive. That was perhaps the first type of the rapture that we believe when Christ comes back, he will take his church out of the world, living saints out of the world. God liked Enoch, and Enoch pleased God, and God took him. Now, I could, if I had the time, go around the room tonight and ask you who it is that you would seek to please most in your life. If we are believers, I believe we would say, naturally, I would seek to please God. Bible talks about pleasing God. An example over in the book of Proverbs. If you want to turn back over there with me. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter uh, 16 and verse 7. A tremendous promise to those who would seek to please God. Bible says that when a man's ways please God, that God will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. You want me to tell you how to live in the midst of your enemies at peace? Please God. Make your ways and your life pleasing to God. The Bible says that God will even make your enemies be at peace with you. Do you believe that? I can live in the midst of my enemy and he'll be at peace with me. I believe that. I just take that as a promise of God. I, I just stand on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, you know. I'm, I want that blessing. How many of you know that all of us have enemies? Some of you have enemies on the job. Some of you have enemies at school. Some of you have enemies scattered around. And sometimes we find ourselves at war. Well, I can tell you how to win. Make sure that your ways are pleasing unto God. Seek to please God. And the Bible says that he will, he will make your enemies to be at peace with you. That's just one little taste of what God has in store for those who will seek to please him. I began to study a little farther. I thought, well, who is the great example? Of course, it's Jesus Christ, isn't it? You know what the Bible says about Jesus Christ? Concerning pleasing God, it says in John chapter 8, and this is what Jesus said, and I, I assume Jesus always told the truth, right? I never knew him to lie. John chapter 8 and verse 29, the Bible says that Jesus said, He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. 
for I do always those things that please him. Now, he said, the Father has not left me alone. Father would, Jesus had the confidence that the Father God would never leave him. And he's just talked about going to the cross, by the way. And the Bible teaches us that there are times in our lives when we will experience suffering or persecution similar to crucifixion. I mean, he says, take up your cross and follow me, doesn't he? And so, Jesus, knowing what lay ahead of him, he said, the Father has not left me. Why? Because I always do those things that are pleasing unto him. And man, I want to please God, don't you? I mean, I, I want you to get into this with me tonight because this, this really touched my heart and my life. And I got to thinking, God, whom do I seek to please anyway? Whom do I really seek to please? I want to please God. You know, when I first got married, and there's a scripture in, I believe it's in 2 Corinthians, where Paul was, or maybe it's 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where Paul was teaching on marriage, and he was teaching also on the ministry, and he said, a man, when he's married, he seeks to please his wife. And he was talking about how a single man, how many single men do we have here tonight? All right. He said a single man can devote all of his attention to God, but a married man He's going to have to divide some of his attention because he's going to be seeking to please his wife. Does that mean we married men can't, can't uh, please God? No, I don't think so. I, I think we may have to work harder at it. How many of you have ever known a husband to get jealous of a wife's relationship with Jesus? I've known that to happen. Yeah, a woman uh, or a husband actually get jealous of a, of a wife's relationship to Jesus. I remember before I was saved, when Renee and I first started going to church, and I'd see her with getting such a blessing in church, and I wonder, what, what is this that she, she's so interested in? You know, it's almost like I got a little competition here. Now, maybe I'm, I'm touching some nerves tonight. But let me tell you something, men and women, never be so foolish as to be jealous of your wife or husband's interest and devotion to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will never take them away from you. It's against his law. He doesn't break up homes. He makes homes. Amen? And so Jesus said, I do always the things that please my Father, that please Him. Now, if that was Jesus' life, ought it not to be ours also? And can it not be ours? I want to please God. I want to please Him. Now, rather than take off, and right here I could take off, and I could say, we must Please God rather than man. And there's even a scripture that says that. And I could really take off in that direction right here. But I'm going to let you do that. I'm not going to go in that direction. I'm going to stay instead with the idea of pleasing God. What pleases God? Well, what do you think? Let your mind begin to roam the scriptures right now. Have you ever stopped to really give it some thought? Father, what do you say in the Bible about my pleasing you. See, a new convert, the first thing that comes to their mind in any question of conduct or, or obedience or anything is, is this pleasing to God? That's what we tell them too, isn't it? We tell a new convert, let this guide you. Is it pleasing to God? By the way, that should guide us the rest of our life too. Pleasing our Father. 